The latest Halo Infinite news isn't promising if you were hoping to dive into the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta. It ran into some issues. We're going to be reading about their official response and announcement, their plans, and when they hope to see it still come to fruition as this game continues to struggle just to test one of the more basic foundational Halo features. A Halo co-op campaign sort of became part and parcel to the experience as well as the franchise offers, and they are still struggling to get this thing off the ground and in beta. I'll be reading through their official response in just a moment. I am going to I'm going to end the previous stream from this morning. We covered Ubisoft removing games or removing access to games. What exactly is going on? What exactly is happening? And let me update that thumbnail now so that nobody thinks that we are still streaming. If you've been following uh, Halo Infinite uh, for the the last you know sort of year or so, it has been mired in a lot of problems. Uh, it has been it has struggled uh, to do timely updates as well as other things. And then they were promising a co-op campaign, and then that didn't land when they wanted it to. And now they're trying to get the flight off the ground. This is a Reforge update. Halo Infinite co-op campaign is having more trouble and didn't launch when it was supposed to. This is just a beta that struggled to launch. And we've got the official response from 343. If you like these quick Reforge updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my my, uh, uploads. Also, check out my streams at Reforge Gaming over there on YouTube. So PC Gamer had the following to say, the Halo Infinite co-op beta test that was expected to kick off on July 11th, that was yesterday, I'm recording this on July 12th, it's been pushed back at the last minute. 343 Industries Community Director Brian Gerard announced the pause on Twitter, saying that the studio ran into some problems and it needed to address those before the beta went live. Still hopes, though, they do hope to get the action started later this week. So within the week of July 11th and 12th, they're still hoping to get this beta off the ground. What did they officially say? This was the official quote. Flighting is fluid as the process entails discovering issues in initial rings and resolving them before expanding to a larger audience. A few issues were discovered in our current flight ring and the team is working to address. Apologies to folks who expected the flight today. We're eager to get this into your hands, but we also want to ensure it's a positive and worthwhile flight experience. Still targeting this week, but it's day by day as we continue to work. Thank you for your patience and your understanding. Now, what does this mean? Because he uses some phrases there that you might not understand. Flighting, if you're not familiar with the term, this is from PC Gamer. It's 343's in-house appellation for beta testing. It's what they call beta testing. It's a flight. And uh, we got into some of the earlier multiplayer flights and were able to play and kind of test things out back when you could like play against bots. And the rings, he talks about rings in the tweet, The rings, that's Halo speak for milestones that must be passed before more testers are allowed in. It's a bit of unnecessary wording and it can be confusing, but you have to admire their commitment to the bit, like they're continuing to use this term of flight and ring and everything else. Now, this is not really a delay because Gerard pointed out that the campaign co-op beta start date was never actually set in stone, but rather that the target was the week of July 11th, and in fact, it warned of possible delays when it announced the upcoming beta at the start of July. Now, for me, 
that's going to really, really fall flat for people. Number one, a lot of people thought that the co-op feature for the campaign should have been in the game at launch. The fact that it's not been added in the second season and still has yet to be even launched as a beta, no one's really going to hear that as pushback. Well, that was our target, and you know we warned you that there might be delays for this beta. I think what this is creating is it's creating just continued lack of confidence. My thoughts is this is a continued concern that I have. I think many of the problems with this game are now extending beyond just poor management. I think the initial launch and the trouble and the need to bring in Joseph Staten, I think all of that you could attribute it to poor management, poor project management, poor leadership. But now that we're actually in the pipeline of development and updates and patches and quality of life improvements, I'm growing more and more concerned that the engine is giving them trouble. If you look at their struggles just to update the store, struggles to fix certain aspects with matchmaking and certain game modes that weren't working properly, and just their slow rollout of basic fixes and bug squashing, I am concerned that the engine and the, is just not where they need it to be. We know from the person that sort of talked about crunch and uh, that, that first trailer, they're, they're no longer at the company. They said that at the time that that trailer was released in 2020 that got them all the embarrassing headlines and caused them to delay the game, that the engine wasn't even done at that point in time. So we could be dealing with just the growing pains of a new and updated engine. It's not a brand new engine, but it is a significantly updated one. And I think that is one of the reasons things like this continue to happen. Let me know what you think in the comments below. As always, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. What do you make of this? That's the wrong button. That is the wrong button. And uh, thrilled to announce Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, well, I saw that yesterday. Last of Us Part 2, or Part 1 remake or whatever, has gone uh, gold. Uh, Doomslayer says, this is what happens when the employees are on a timed contract. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys make of this? 343 lied. The beta was supposed to drop yesterday, and they got blasted on Twitter for it. The community defending saying that they said the week of the 11th. They said it was going to drop on the 11th. Well, and then then they're saying that they apparently also warned people that there might be delays. I don't know. Rai released this game if it wasn't ready, and if it was still... Uh, and that was still after the backlash 343 uh, received from the original trailer. 343 is riding on pure nostalgia at this point. Uh, good luck, but the store is in good shape, says George. Uh, if you're not confident, stop giving dates at all. Right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Willie says, same here, beat both battle passes and event passes, so I'm just waiting for the next season. Uh, reading back up here with what you guys are saying. Uh, Abe says, I bet I get that the beta has bugs, which is why it was delayed, but isn't that the reason for having a beta? We know it has bugs and it needs to be fixed. I would imagine that it was going to cause issues with just getting people in, more than likely. Guys, do me a favor. New stream, we need new likes. Make sure you're on live chat. Make sure you have smashed the like button. We, uh, we are coming off of a break, so we need y'all that are here to really rally and drag these streams uh, to victory. And those likes, they actually help a big amount. So make sure you're smashing like every time we come over here. If you aren't confident, don't give dates. Relationship advice or no? <laughs> Nostalgia for what? No one likes the last two games, says Fuzzy. 343 dropped the ball. Uh, and it was theirs for the taken, says Skiffy. And in the end, they could not deliver. Xbox uses the ring system across all things, not just 343. 
Oh, the flighting in the ring thing is a Microsoft thing? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I mean, my take, again, I, I, I continue to think, I continue to think that they struggle to just do basic updates. It's like they, they, they struggle to do basic updates. It's like you, you can't even do the most basic fixes, updates, and changes. That, to me, is a sign of engine trouble. Like, what else are you guys working on? Like, do you what's the bandwidth split right now? What's division of labor at 343 with respect to Halo Infinite updates? What are you doing? Why is it taking so long to fix certain issues? Why is it so difficult to move things or shift things around? Like, the Halo Infinite store, as an example. Like, they, they, they've made improvements, but they were like, oh yeah, we can't do that, or do this, or move that, or do this. Why? What do you mean? What... How restrictive and, and, and non-agile is your game at this point? Microsoft uses a ring system for beta stuff so you can get into early access to newer things on the dashboard and on the console. Okay. 343 has repeatedly dropped the ball, says Neffets. They will kill the franchise before they right the ship. Feels like there's not enough incentive, says Jack. Uh, I could push and try to get Onyx. Oh, 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 like uh, continuation of playing. Right, right, right. 21 more likes, guys. Thanks for pushing the like uh, and getting the like numbers up. Abe says, It becomes harder and harder to defend 343 and Halo Infinite altogether. Terrible decisions with so many things and terrible development. It's just a mess. Akuta Papa says, Giving dates. When they gave dates, it was working, and they probably were working on server stressing or something. Add more people and new bugs appear. This is not a surprise. So when they gave the date of July the 11th, they said that was a tentative date. Like, Did they tell people... It's like uh, a tentative target date. The slip space engine has been confirmed uh, to be a modified Blam engine, which is the old Halo engine as it is. Sven says, I'm done defending them. Crap management. Ronald says, when the Halo Infinite store isn't being updated without problems, you know something's off. That's what I was saying. This is old news, but don't forget. So this guy tweeted that almost 66% of Halo Infinite's campaign was cut from the game along with problems within 343. You need to read this. The staffing at 343 was also unstable partially because of its heavy reliance on contract workers who made up almost half the staff by some estimates. Microsoft restricts contractors from staying in their jobs for more than 18 months, which meant steady attrition at 343. Halo Infinite's creative direction was also in flux until late in development, unusually late in development. Several developers described 343 as a company split into fiefdoms, or fiefdoms, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, which every team jockeying for resources and making conflicting decisions. Uh, One developer describes the process as four to five games being developed simultaneously. By the summer of 2019, Halo Infinite was in crisis mode. I remember reading this. The studio decided to cut almost two-thirds of the entire planned game, leaving managers to instruct some designers to cut uh, to, to, to come to the office and do nothing while the studio figured out the next move. Eventually, the game's open world was cut back from a vast Zelda-like experience into something far smaller. It soon became clear to some on the team that even with the compromises, getting Halo Infinite into a decent shape by, fall, by the following fall would be impossible. Still, the timing of the release didn't seem up for discussion. Microsoft told 343 that it had to launch the game for the next Xbox, which meant releasing it in November 2020. I, I hate to say it, right? 
I hate to say it, but it sounds to me like a lot of people are are faulting Microsoft. This sounds like Microsoft is a part of this. This guy on Twitter responded to my tweet. There's a lot uh, there. There's a lot of not a lot going on with that game. It needs a huge content update ASAP. Microsoft has got to get rid of contractors. I don't know why they keep doing it. It's like five different people working on one thing. Soy that ain't it, says Cinnabon Bomber. They hire contract devs for short periods of time, not allowing them to get comfortable with the tools and then letting them go, bringing in new devs, and the cycle starts over. Why is Microsoft going by that playbook? Could we get five more likes? Let's get the first 100 likes. Why? I don't understand. What's, what's the benefit there? The article's from Bloomberg. Yeah, that's a Bloomberg article. So... Oh, yeah, that was Schreier, wasn't it? Yo, what's good later? Or laser, I'm sorry. What? I, explain that to me. It's cheaper, but again, what? You're, you're, it's an old Microsoft strategy, says Wheezy. Right, but you're, okay, so you're basically cutting the legs off of, of any of your flagship title? That doesn't make any sense at all. Wouldn't you say it's Halo, it's flagship, we're going to spare no expense, and instead they're like, no, I've got an idea, let's do contract workers, don't let them get beyond 18 months, and keep attrition high. That attrition being high, efficiency and quality goes down. I mean, you don't even have to be a developer to know that. They don't have to give them benefits. Sometimes the weekly challenge is a piece of plastic on the side of the helmet. Commander Shepard, this is definitely a Microsoft problem. (laughs) They don't want to give benefits to full-time employees. It looped me to a Ginger Prime video on New World instead of this stream. I just finally uh, could take my phone out and switch back over. That's so funny. Wheezy says, too long, didn't read. Microsoft uses it as a way to get cheap labor, basically. So, I don't want to start a console war. But just last stream, we have all these people talking about Microsoft just has an insane amount of money, limitless cash. They just can do whatever the frick they want. Certainly doesn't sound like it. It certainly doesn't sound like it. It sounds like they're doing everything they can to keep costs down on production of their properties, which do you do, like I if I'm a Microsoft fan and I hear that, I would really really hope that that's not that's not a maintained philosophy. If you're a fan of Microsoft, if you're a fan of Halo Infinite, you've got to be pressing them for better. That's not a way to deliver good products to the consumer. It's not. They're doing everything they can to keep costs down. You're running out into the public and you're acting like they have a blank check. They have limitless cash, uh, unlimited cash. I'm sorry. They can just do whatever the frick they want. But apparently they're doing everything they can to keep costs down on their properties. That doesn't make an ounce of sense to me. If this company's got unlimited cash flow and unlimited potential to buy whoever the frick they want, why are they cutting costs on their lead project flagship title? If you're just tuning in, Halo Infinite news is that the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta was supposed to go live yesterday. It did not. They're saying they're running into problems. Wheezy's giving me a link to an article. I, I can't. Independent contractors lawsuit history and background of information are they suing Microsoft or 343 smart business on Microsoft's part I want you we, we okay Willie okay how is it being smart business how is it resulting for them 
How successful and profitable do you think Halo Infinite is for them right now? You think it's some kind of 900 IQ play and they're making bank by keeping costs down? Oh, that's from the late 90s. In 1989 and 1990, the Internal Revenue Service ruled that Microsoft misclassified certain workers as independent contractors. Following this ruling, approximately 10,000 current and former contingent workers sued Microsoft uh, for the ability to participate in its lucrative stock purchase plan. Oh, sued Microsoft for benefits, including the ability. Okay. So they got sued back then for doing this, essentially. This is why Microsoft does it. They don't have to get benefits if they don't have contractors work over 18 months. Gee, many freaking Christmas. You still a fan of Microsoft? How is this good for your, 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 your properties, your developers, your employees, and your consumers? How? You're, you're intentionally... It's a company-wide policy. Gee, many freaking Christmas. It's not their flagship anymore. Okay, it's not the flagship. It's a flagship of Microsoft, Willie. Come on. I know you like Microsoft. I know you like Xbox. But don't sit here and try and tell me that Halo is not one of the flagships of the platform. It's the standard IQ play. You have more profits because you keep costs low. Do you, though? Do you have more profits on a game whose campaign is baked into Game Pass? On a game whose multiplayer is completely free to play? On a game whose storefront, according to the developers, isn't yielding the results that they want? I'm sure they're making bank on 3,000 Steam players and barely top 20 played on their own platform. Right! It can't be that profitable. If anything... Halo Infinite is proof that it's not working. The game had to be delayed. It was an embarrassment in 2020 when it showcased. Gets delayed. Barely launches. A minimum viable product barely launches. And their player base numbers speak for themselves. How how is that a more profitable approach? If that's the attitude towards one of their flagship games, it's no wonder Sony and Miles are ahead with their exclusive titles. I've never understood how Microsoft makes anything creative. The amount of turnover, spent 18 months just catching the new hires up to date. Yeah, talk to any developer. Talk to any developer. This isn't feasible. You want to talk about a, a, a business plan that's not feasible. How is that feasible? Ow. Fortnite's free. You can't use that. What do you mean I can't use that? It's a free-to-play game that should be yielding great results from their store. They have said that they're not getting great results from their store in Halo Infinite. And if you look at the player base numbers on Steam, and you look at the ranking of the game in the Microsoft Store, Halo Infinite's not doing so hot. So it can't be profit. It can't be making tons of profitable. Uh, it can't be making tons of profit. Infinite should never have been free to play, but of course, 343 listened to the Forerunners community members uh, they brought in to help with the game, saying, uh, think of the new players. Fortnite was not free to play at start, you had to pay for it. False. Fortnite saved the world, you had to pay to be a founder. Fortnite Battle Royale has been free since day one. 
Fortnite wasn't originally free at launch at 60 and failed. Again, completely and utterly false. Fortnite never officially launched. Fortnite Save the World never officially launched. You could become a founder and get early access. Fortnite Battle Royale has been 100% free from the very beginning. Mr. Pineapple Gaming with a $10 tip through Super Chat. This might be off topic, but for the armor design, I'm surprised they didn't make it like Halo 3. We get the Master Chief armor and design our Spartans. I appreciate the $10 tip through Super Chat. Yeah, the, 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 I've continued to say that the armor core system is because I think they envision you having uh, skill trees associated with the various armor cores. That's what I've been continuing to say. Eventually, you'll take your armor cores out into new PvE content. The argument doesn't hold if Microsoft applied the same contractor strategy with all the Halos. Okay, it may have worked in... The, no, there's no way they applied that, Robert. There's no way. No. Bungie wasn't doing that. Bungie wasn't 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 having contract workers every 18 months, I don't think. Or maybe that maybe they wanted them to and that's why they didn't want to make any more Halos. Why do they didn't lock down t- talent for Halo is a joke. The game shouldn't be open world because they cut it down so much. You had to pay to play Fortnite and then when the BR came out, they made it free at launch. 343 is a piece of the puzzle and it's busted, but who is the guiding hand and has the power to fix the puzzle? Microsoft. So if they allow this crap, then they're to blame. Listen, I didn't know this in all of my narrative and coverage of Halo Infinite up to this point. I didn't know about the Microsoft 18 month contract thing. I am ready to really change my position on this. I place most of the blame on Microsoft for the state of Halo Infinite, not on 343. I do. I don't blame 343 nearly as much now. How can you blame a developer who's not allowed, who's, who's 50%, it said, estimates of 50% of its staff is on an 18-month attrition rate. That's Microsoft's fault, not 343. You are putting undue strain and hardship on the developer. It's 100%. I, w- I would say this is 90% Microsoft's fault, not 343. How can you expect a company to develop a good product if that's what they're if that's what they're being demanded to do. We talked about the 18 month contracts before. I don't think it landed on me as strongly as it has today. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Wait. I didn't know that was the policy. I thought maybe that was something that they did specifically for 343 during that time period or something. I didn't know like Microsoft made them or something. It just didn't land on me. How can you expect the team to get to work together when 50% of the team uh, doesn't even give a blank because they know they're on a timed contract? Attrition? Uh, blank? You're giving me PTSD? Stop, stop, stop. Mr. Pineapple Gaming with another $10 super chat. Also, I think Microsoft is pushing the Fortnite idea on Halo, but the difference is Halo was never made for a store design, but Fortnite was created for that, and paying for armor you earn is dumb. Thank you again for another $10 tip. Yeah, I would say, I would say in general, I would say in general, the the storefront and the, the approach that they have taken with the with Halo Infinite store, I, I find it to be incredibly strange and busted. It's always going to be 343's fault? No, absolutely not. No. Nope. It was Microsoft's choice and Microsoft's decision to say about half of your development staff is going to be 18-month contractual. Like, that's stupid. 
Contractual devs are normal, but 50% is outlandish. Contract workers at companies like this, it's typically the QA department, not 50% of your development workforce. The frick out of here. How are you supposed to get anything done? Most Bungie employees you don't see on Twitter preaching or circle drinking are contract employees. You know, the grunts, almost all contract. Pretty much contractual devs is a normal thing. This many, Wheezy? No, 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 Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Half your workforce is insane. Is it normal for them to be 18 months, though, Wheeze? Like clockwork. I'm not saying contractual work is out of left field. Is it typical for it to be 18 months every single lock, 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 lock? This policy and lack of leadership is to blame. They got some key people back, but they've been spinning their wheels for years. I don't have any confidence in this game going anywhere. That's why I think the price goes up in the store, because every time they change the price to lower, it goes up for some reason. Like clockwork? No, that's a Microsoft thing, says Wheezy. Ask Barnacle's Nerdgasm how great Microsoft is. He got let go with a whole division, and Microsoft only kept the contract workers. Contractual work for devs is usually supposed to last until the project is done. Right, that's been my understanding, is that I saw an interview with a contract worker, uh, and, and they said it's really, really rough because once the project is over, you don't know if you're going to get work again, right? I've never heard of a company being like, oh, I don't care if the project's done or not, 18 months and you're out. What the frick? The average incubation period for development is like four to six years. That means you're... It's it's like the it's like the philosophical question of is if you completely tear down a boat and rebuild the boat somewhere else is it the same boat? If fifty percent of your staff is walking out the door every eighteen months after six years of development, is it even the same staff? Is it even the same company? Gemini freaking Christmas! How could you possibly expect a good product to come out of that? You're literally setting developers up to fail if you're making fifty percent of their workforce walk out the door every eighteen months. How many months of that 18 is just acquisition, onboarding, and training? Having contract workers is normal, but basically a cycle of contract workers is a weird thing that only Microsoft does. Yeah, well, it would make sense as to why their their first-party stuff just continues to, to suck wind. Like, Bethesda has... I would imagine they're fighting back on that, don't you think? They're not bringing in new people every 18 months. That doesn't sound legit. Holy blam, Bandai Namco's future plans just got leaked by a hacker group. Yeah, we we don't know how legitimate it is, but it's looking like quarter three next year for Elden Ring DLC. Was this done when 343 first got Halo? I don't know. I don't know, Robert. Too many hands in the pot. Code gets messy. Hilly says, why was this game open world? No idea. It doesn't even make sense without content. Uh, Why can't you play co-op? There's there. Where is Forge? No PVE content in the first 12 months. And you're saying most studios don't when you don't have the stats. I guess we're both playing the assumption role, but I can promise you it's always a leadership issue. Listen, I've said from the very beginning, don't believe the Elden Ring leak. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Wheeze. I've always said it's a leadership issue. Okay. But. It's a leadership issue because of what Microsoft is requiring them 
to do. How could you possibly be a good leader? How? How could you possibly be a good leader and run a good team and run a good outfit if every 18 months half your staff is brand freaking new? Bungie and Epic both had extremely successful titles in Halo and Gears and both companies said blank this sold their properties to Microsoft and ran away. Right. Th- th- that's that's exactly right. Like no who is sticking around for this? Who? We've all been blaming 343. They're probably like we're, we're barely above water, man. We got we got a batch of employees right now. They're all gone in 6 months. <laughs> we're we're never we're we're, we're, we're done. We can't get this game into a good state. Not with this cycle. This is just Lono learning about the Microsoft 18 months. This isn't the first time it's been reported. Yeah, this isn't the first time it's been reported. I'm telling you, like I said, it didn't land on me hard enough the first time we covered this. I like I don't I don't think I saw the forest for the trees. I I read 343's in crisis mode. I read they they uh they had bad leadership and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's all on 343." I agree with you. The contract 343 signed makes 343 cut content because they have to meet the deadline because 75% of the content was cut and that missing content was amazing. Well, I mean, we're assuming it was amazing. Jay Vindictive says, I work as a contractor and I'm in leadership position at my job. Way different, of course, but the higher-ups above leadership are held more accountable. The short-term contractual dev BS is a reason why games these days are unfinished piles of crap. I remember when Lono said you can't blame Microsoft. Yeah, I was always hanging on 343's lap. I was always doing that. I was like, nah, this is on 343. This is on 343. Phil Spencer and Microsoft, they, they can't be looking over their shoulders. They can't be constantly making sure that the management and the leadership is good. Don't believe everything you read? Oh, I believe this. I believe this. If there's one all-encompassing meta-narrative explanatory thing that makes sense of what in the frick happened to Halo Infinite it's what I just read yeah half the workforce gets replaced every 18 months it's a Microsoft policy they don't want to pay benefits they want to keep costs down well congratulations Microsoft you took one of your longest standing if not no yeah it's your longest standing flagship franchise and you shot it in the leg and wonder why it's limping what are you limping for? I don't understand. It's our policy that we shoot every racehorse in the leg. We feel that it strikes fear in them and makes them run faster. I don't understand. I don't understand why that horse is limping. Be- be- because it's your policy to shoot it in the leg. That's why it's limping. Your policy is for companies to keep costs down. You don't want to pay benefits to employees, which, oh, I love hearing that. Mmm, yummy. What a great way to treat your employees. And, oh my gosh, the project didn't work out very good, and it's not ready to launch. Gee, I I just don't understand. Well, yeah, because you did this. Even producers of game companies are sometimes year-to-year contractors. And shoot in the leg, they just killed it. We know Microsoft has a contractor work policy for almost 20-odd years because that's how Microsoft operates. It isn't hidden. Everyone knows Microsoft does it as a way to not pay benefits. So...
are they getting away with it just because of their size? Like, people just want to work at Microsoft? Do you think there's anything to be said about what's hot in the market changing faster than game development time and CEOs scramble to change things to make the biggest profit? I'm definitely certain that that happens. There are times where that happens, XO. That's not what happened this time. That's not what happened this time. Have you considered that Halo is just not as good as we want it to be among the current climate of games? I am of the firm belief, homie, that they could have launched an amazing, very excellent Halo Infinite. I believe that they could have. And and they didn't. I think it has all the parts and pieces to be a great game. It does. You have a recognizable uh, protagonist. You've, it's a shooter. It, it can have competitive natures to it. All of those things make for great games. I mean, it has everything it needs. The quality wasn't there. Remember, Microsoft was sued for this before, so they adjusted the policy so that you can't contract for more than 18 months. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to sue us? Okay, fine. This is the earliest look at Halo Infinite campaign during the blockout phase of level of development that was cut from the second mission called Foundation. So that guy's tweeting like actual leaked footage. I really enjoyed the Halo Infinite campaign. I thought zipping around was really fun. Yeah, I thought the campaign was enjoyable and I didn't even finish it. I just, I was really enjoying my time with it. I got, I got about maybe a fourth of the way through it. People take those positions because they need to build their resumes. Those are the meat grinder starting positions for the game dev industry. I just don't understand. So I'm, I'm curious about something. Does, does Microsoft look at the state of Halo Infinite and are they blinded by corporate policy and corporate speak to be like, I worked for AT&T and I once had a uh, an area manager say, no excuses, get results, right? And if you've ever worked for one of these just absolute brain dead windbags, you know that they lack they lack the ability to properly incentivize employees so they just speak in corporate talk he literally came in once and he turned something askew and he was like you don't have a marketing degree so you don't understand what I just did there but when something's askew it draws more natural attention uh, to the customer and so more people are going to look at this and potentially buy and then somebody came in behind him who was in charge of the the layout of the store and he was like this can't be like this. We have to have everything up to up to uh, the schematic code, and they put it back. And so, if you've ever worked for these type of people, right? You you have to wonder: Are they just blinded by the corporate id the corporate the corporate speak and the corporate policy of being like, no, yeah, just keep doing it. That's on them. The product didn't come out very good. Halo Infinite sucks. That's on three four three. That's not on us. You got it. No excuses. Just results, baby. 18 month contractual workers for 50% of your staff. Figure it out. Microsoft's a trained dollar company because they're so cutthroat. If Halo fails, you better figure it out uh, with the restraints they give you. See, I feel like this is depreciating returns. 
I feel like this is depreciating returns. You're eventually not going to have any good products for your platform. Right? Like, no one's figuring it out because it's... You're setting them up to fail. So, the depreciating returns will be Microsoft Microsoft first property first party property will continue to diminish in quality. You think they care if the other departments can do it? You better figure it the blank out because they're doing the same thing as you. So what's your excuse? I don't think there'll be any excuses. I think these development companies will just shudder and go away. Companies that contract workers for mine have benefits. If they aren't direct, if these aren't direct contracts, this stuff is and legal and sometimes terrible. Very similar to only giving thirty-five hours a week to avoid benefits. Oh yeah, yeah. Why give your employees raises and benefits if they can go to a pizza party once a year instead? That's exactly right. Commander Shepard, uh, Doomslayer says, all Sony games have permanent staff other than some of the audio team, QA testers, and the composers. While at Microsoft, it's literally a policy to have large numbers of contractual workers so that the developers don't get the benefits at the end of the game's development. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is this is all traced. This is all traced and trackable with, with the development, the, the development company growth, staffing growth of these companies. Yes. These are, these are provable claims. Explains why the first party content is so slow at the moment with only Bethesda pushing content out as they manage differently. Oh, they were, yeah, they were probably totally managed differently before they even got purchased. That's going to be the real question. When Microsoft acquires you, do you have to fall in line with this 18-month contractual crap? Like, is Bethesda staring down this barrel right now? So did Bethesda have to fire 50%? That's what I mean. Is Bethesda going to have to go through and gut all their departments and switch a bunch of people to 18-month contractual employees? Like, is that part of the purchase? What about all these other developers that Microsoft has purchased? What about Rare? Is Rare operating under this under this structure now? Been saying it for years. Phil isn't some crazy mastermind, just a glorified hype man. Microsoft has nothing. Ever since Xbox One, they've been going backwards. Wheezy says, I don't think so, but I think what happens is when you want to get bigger, Microsoft just gives you 18-month contractors. Right. You want to grow? You want to increase your size? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viewership is all over the place, so I don't know if some of you are having to refresh. I've never... YouTube, I think, is experimenting with some stuff that's making our view count fluctuate a lot. If you're having to refresh, I am sorry. That's not something that I'm doing. That's something that periodically happens with YouTube on the front end. If you're watching on mobile, there were some recent updates pushed out. Make sure your app is up to date. I don't think Bethesda and Activision will have to follow their stupid policies because they have their own management, but single studios like Rare, Ninja Theory, ETC... Yeah... <clears throat> what's good toasty we are covering the halo infinite news 
that the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta got pushed back. And there's been some backlash because they claimed it was targeting this week. People are like, no, you said it was supposed to be out this day. They're saying that they warned people ahead of time that it might get delayed. So the community's obviously pretty ticked off. Explains why Rare went downhill ever since Microsoft bought them. I've been out of pocket pass, pocket pass few days. Been wrapped up trying to close on our first house. Jeez, well, good luck with that, Toasty. I'm back. What I miss? What's good, YouTube lurker? Um. So, for whatever reason, I did not. It didn't land on me that 50% of 343's employees. This is speculation. This is an estimate from somebody at the company. People that spoke with Schreier at Bloomberg, right? Um. There, there is estimates that 50% of 343's staff that worked on Halo Infinite were 18-month contractual employees. And so the attrition was so high that it absolutely drove the game's quality into the dirt. And so I'm basically saying I'm adjusting my position. Because up to now... Up to now, I have been faulting 343 and not Microsoft. I've been saying you can't fault Microsoft, you can't pin this on Microsoft, and I'm now adjusting my position significantly. I'm sorry, but co-op campaign might bring in maybe 1% of players. It's not the go-to mode for people to play. That's multiplayer. Content creators are just mad because they can't make money off new videos. I 100% disagree with what you're saying because you're couching it in a way that's somewhat straw man, okay? No one is arguing that the campaign... No one's arguing that the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta is important to a ton of the player base. It is a ground-level, foundational feature of Halo as a franchise, and it not being in the game was bizarre. Them struggling to push out the beta for it is bizarre it's worrisome it's like okay are you having trouble with the engine are you having trouble with the feature we're we're talking about campaign co-op right at one level you're right not a lot of people care about it it's not going to impact the player base but at another level it's like well then what's the problem why is this feature becoming so pesky why is this feature so bothersome why why can't you guys get this thing loaded up and ready to go pretty much what robert said but microsoft does it more insidiously than that to be fair a common thing in business is to use contractors for potential expansions if it sticks you convert them to full time if not cut them yeah but Microsoft basically says it can never go beyond 18 months I agree with you on that for sure it should have been in the game from the start um okay I've got somebody telling me anonymously that they've been doing alpha and beta testing for about 10 years. Done games for big companies, small companies, uh, played things that have never come out. While the 18-month thing worries me, the delay is a very normal thing for alpha to beta development cycle. No, I, I get that. I get that. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The idea that it got delayed... That's not the concern. The concern is that they basically said, here's our target date, and they failed to hit the target date. Like, quit putting out target dates. Like, either somebody's insisting upon the target date being public, or 
you don't know what the frick you're doing. Right? Like, it's it's one or the other. You gotta figure it out. You you do. You've got to figure this out. What what are you doing exactly? You, why even give the target date then to begin with? You could just say, at some point in July, we will have details about the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta. 13 Emmy nominations for Stranger Things? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It, I knew it was going to crush. It was such a well done season. I don't think this is landing on people, says Eugene. Microsoft has a policy where instead of hiring people, they have a revolving door of contractors to get around labor laws. That's right. Contractors can be converted to full-time. It's not normal, but it's not possible. It's not impossible. Well, it's impossible at Microsoft. It is a literal policy. These contractors are staying on after 18 months because to renew the contracts would classify them as employees. They are not staying on. That's exactly right. I want you to think about the caliber of work you're going to get from somebody. The caliber of work you're going to get from somebody who's like, I'm here for a year and a half. You you think, what, what, what kind of caliber of passion and love do you think they're going to have? They're freaking collecting a paycheck, man. They're fluffing up their resume. Yeah, I was at Microsoft for 18 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you work on? I'm not allowed to say because they're not going to want to be like, yeah, I worked on Halo Infinite. It's 18 months and a minimum six-month break mandatory. Nintendo does the same thing. Seems like a practice of the industry. Guys, could we get 50 more likes? Plenty of people here. Really nice turnout for our second stream. Honestly, stronger turnout than the first stream, which is encouraging. I thought Halo Infinite was was kind of DOA for us to cover, but I appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been a great discussion. You get 12 months of work and then six months of job search, right? You're like, I'm, I'm out of here in half a month. I got a half a year. I got to find a job. If you spent your life trying to get in there, and you're in there, you're auditioning for a spot. Are you auditioning for a spot, creature? All it takes is a couple lunchroom conversations to realize that nobody transitions from contract to full-time because they don't want to pay people uh, benefits. If you are at 343, and if the if the estimates are correct, if somewhere between 40 to 50% of the employees are contractual, how, uh, how, how much of a shot do you think you've got? You, you're you're going to phone it in. Microsoft does allow exceptions, it's just rare. Right, like, do you think you're going to be the one to jump through the fiery hoop? In the tech world, that's the thing. You get a contract, you earn the spot. Eugene says, this is not industry-wide. This is not just their QA teams. These are their main dev teams building foundational aspects of the games. That's what I'm saying. I bet Bonnie Ross gets benefits and she does nothing. (laughs) 20 more likes, guys. Keep smashing that thumbs up button if you haven't already. I know a lot of you are lurkers. I know a lot of you don't press buttons or chat, but just taking the time to press that thumbs up helps the video. I started at Lockheed on contract. 
Microsoft doesn't allow exceptions. It's just rare. As in rare studio only. Wrong. Contractors is normal. Loads of jobs uh, give you this. Letting on, this is only Microsoft. They do keep people on. You think Sony does not contract? No, 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 no. That's not what Eugene is saying. That's not what Eugene is saying. Eugene is saying the enforced 18-month limitation and it being a significant portion of 343's workforce. That's what he's saying. He's like, that's not that's not an industry standard. Other dev companies are not working under these conditions. They're not. Sony does it? So... So Sony has developers where half the staffs uh, on an 18 month contract rotation. So so Sony's developers are what? Just that much better than 343? The interview that I read was to the contrary, Paul. The interview that I read said that this song is entitled She-Ra's Quest. The article that I read said that the contracts are up once the con- once the project's done and that's why it's hard to be a contracted developer because once once the project's done you're done you're saying uh near entire staff I'm not buying it according to the projections and the estimates of the person who spoke to Schreier at Bloomberg about half the staff at 343 was on an 18 month contractual rotation per Microsoft's policy If if the average dev cycle for games is between four and six years, and you're telling me that all these other companies are doing it, 12 to 36 month contracts, how, how are any games getting made? You're just constantly turning over half your staff? Uh, this, this anonymous person says, the target date is normal. We want the beta to release here <clears throat> if we don't have issues. I have a lot of tests that get bumped because the previous test found something major on the last day. So they want to fix and rebuild. Rebuilds can take a couple days after changing the code. Try not to defend too much, but it's a pretty normal thing. I just chalk it up as a good look into the development. I, You know what's funny that to the person that's sending that to me anonymously? That don't even give a target date to the public then. You can internally have a target date without telling the public. I think that's the problem. 343 can't really endure and 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 suffer the scrutiny of a delay of anything right now. You know? They can't. That's just not... I don't know. This is super common. When I was at Lockheed, I was project lead and my team was made up of contractors that rotated in and out. Okay, but in game development, creature, in game development, everything we've read, everything we've known, every behind-the-scenes expose we've read, every 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 anonymous person, every whistleblower, every person from the industry and how they've talked about the challenges of development and how hard it is and how crazy it is, 50% of people rotating on an 18-month attrition rate, it won't work. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, 
Microsoft's not adapting to the technological landscape that they're invested in. Yes, there are companies that do this. So let's get off the let's get off the landscape of ethical and moral and be like, well, they they, they don't want to pay people benefits and blah, blah, blah. okay, frick all that. Just pragmatically speaking, you're shoving out inferior product because of this. From a pragmatic viewpoint, your fiduciary duty to your shareholders, you're distributing inferior products and it's in relation to your policy. In direct relation to your policy. If the 18-month thing was Microsoft, shouldn't that be happening in other studios besides 343, Forza, Hellblade, Ori, all being developed under the same issues? That's the thing we don't know, Krebsy, because Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Hellblade and Forza were maybe already in development at the time of acquisition, which likely would then bake into the contract. Listen, we're not going to lay off all of our people to suddenly convert to contractual setup, but maybe all future projects. This might be related to the fact that 343 didn't release Halo 5 in this state, and then Halo Infinite was suddenly in this state. Like, at what point did 343 have to adapt to this to the degree that they half their staff was on an 18 month rotation it might have more egregiously affect halo infinite because it's the first beginning to end project under this contract under this uh policy you know hellblade 2 ori and the will of the wisps i you know th- those companies might have been like well, the, no yeah the acquisition's great but we're not doing that to our staff the game's in production right now we couldn't possibly do that you should check on how Halo 5's release was. I know it was bad, but it was it literally this level of bad? Like, things not working, launching things in beta, features missing. I know it was missing some features. I remember that being part of the controversy, but it was better than Infinite, but it wasn't a shining example. When did they acquire 343? The article I read on, linked, uh, on LinkedIn from a former contractor, the 18-month limit is Microsoft-wide policy. Yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're zeroing in on. Remember, game development is hard, and it's only getting harder. That's what I mean. Like, how are you expecting to keep up with industry demands with this policy in place? At Lockheed, we were just writing apps and conversion software. Any monkey can pick up where the last one left off. But when you add creative elements, vision, and direction, this process will no doubt break down, says Creature. 343 was founded in 2007. Master Chief Collection is the only way to support Halo properly. Sounds like the Bioware crunch issue says Legend. It worked fine right up until it didn't. Then people realized it never worked. They just got away with it for several years. Right. No, that's exactly right. Like, you're, you're talking about a system and, and, a, and a policy that does not seem adequately built for the current landscape. It's like a really, really old car trying to keep up with other cars. It's like you're literally just going to burn the engine out. It's not possible. It wasn't built. It wasn't built for what you're asking it to do. It, it's the, the, the policy worked for a really, really long time, but it doesn't work in gaming for a variety of reasons. There's all kind of reasons why this isn't working.
And we know for sure YouTube does it. Yeah. There is something called the business judgment rule, says Zubair, which says courts will defer to business decisions by management. It has to rise to the level of waste for a lawsuit to win. Safe harbor for the fiduciary duty liability. Okay, so there... So even though the products, we could say... We could we could make a compelling argument. We could try to make a compelling legal argument that this management decision is delivering an inferior product. We would have to say it has to rise to the level of waste, which would be tough because this is the antithesis of waste. They're actually saving tons of money by doing this. They could calculate the money saved over the course of the five or six year project and say we're well in we're well in place in our duty to our shareholders. It feels like Halo community should be going at Microsoft, the company, to get them to change their policies, right? My anonymous source says, I actually agree... Oh, I agree. I've actually pushed something similar for public releases. Personally, I've watched public tests go better when you surprise people with the beta. Hey, beta coming tomorrow, preload now. That way you know it's ready when you announce. It's bad leadership half the time. Yeah. It sounds like somebody's more focused on winning... They're more focused on winning consumer trust and... 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 and excitement. So they're like, get a release date, get a date, da 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 and then people, you know, people zero in on that date, and then you can't hit the date, and then everybody's ticked off. Wouldn't they be taking a task for possible fraud? No. No. What shooter out there right now has a good rank system? Why is uh, only Halo being called out about it? If Valorant's ranking system works well. I've heard that six, Rainbow Six Siege and CSGO have good ranking systems. Now, I've heard Overwatch is, is, is typically criticized and complained about, so I'm not going to include that one. Wheezy included that one. I would not. I've seen that one pretty regularly criticized. But I, I've seen nothing but praise for Valorant. I experienced Valorant myself and thought it worked very well. That's limited and anecdotal, but still. It has to rise to the level of we could have sold Twitter to Elon for a huge profit, but we are not gonna. Right. Yes. You turned down an amazingly profitable deal. Right. Apex Ranked is good. I've heard pluses and minuses. I've heard complaints about Apex Ranked, but I've also heard people say that Apex Ranked works pretty good. Halo 5 is garbage, says Anodyne. Yeah. People don't understand that if they are having problems with co-op, imagine how much trouble they're having with Forge. This is a big yikes. Right, so Mr. Scott, I do have somebody anonymously telling me that this is actually super, super common with betas to find things in the in the 11th hour and have to kick something down the road. So it could be simply indicative of that. I am actually more on your side of things, Mr. Scott. I think up to now, there is a pattern of developmental struggle that... I'm not going to say is on the 18-month attrition contractual worker Microsoft policy field of play, right? 
I don't think <clears throat> I don't think that the developmental struggles up to now are primarily that. And when I say developmental struggles, I mean like slow to do updates, bug fixes, and changes. That to me point I point to the engine. I think there's I think they're having trouble engine side. I wouldn't be surprised if in if in a couple of years there's some expose from a former employee, you know, some leaker, some anonymous source goes to Schreier and Bloomberg and is like, that engine is just an atrocity. It it was it was the cause of almost all of our woes. We couldn't make changes quickly. Changes that we tried to make caused all sorts of other problems. I I think they're having difficulty with the engine. That's my that's my gut instinct based on the former employee who said in 2020 when they rolled out that trailer that the, the, the engine wasn't even done yet he said the engine wasn't even done yet it's an updated version of the blam engine the halo engine's been updated and they call it slip space but whatever they did to it or just the engine itself I, I don't know it could just be one of those clunky stubborn engines how long did it take Bungie to get the Tiger engine to a place where they can update it in a reasonable fashion? Remember remember when they said a year or two ago they, they had made some significant changes in the background that was going to speed up development time and pipelines and everything else? How long did it take Bungie to get to that point? Because up to that point, they were notorious for taking forever to do anything and insider information pointed at the Tiger engine as being really really stubbornly slow I always said it was a cement truck it was it was super sturdy and stable I always felt like destiny didn't have bugs and glitches but it's like a cement truck it won't turn quickly it's rock solid but it won't turn very fast I always said that people wanted a go-kart and I said Fortnite's more like a go-kart they're making updates to Fortnite all the time but it's not a very rock solid sturdy game Fortnite always reintroduced bugs that they had previously patched they were almost patching the game too often guys I just got prompted by YouTube to run some ads I would prefer to not do that so I say I'm gonna do an ad for gifted members every time that pops up I don't like disrupting the show to hit you with advertisements as a live streamer I think uh, members and gifted members is a far better way for us to, to support what we do here. So I just got pinged. What is that? It's on an hour cycle. Every hour you're live, it pings you to do that. And they might start forcing us. I really hope that's not the case. Help me make a case to them. <laughs> Every time that pops up, I want to I want to be able to say, yeah, I just promote gifted members when it pops up, and I think that's better. They tried to make a 100% new engine, says Paul, but they said it didn't feel like Halo. Screw the Tiger engine, it needs to go into the garbage. Does YouTube give you a pop-up or something? Yeah, in my dashboard it pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unsurprising, it's every hour, which is exactly what Purple wants. Purple wants people running ads every hour. There it is, Dan's Atastic. Gifting five members. Peaches, Doomslayer, T4H Gaming, Eddie... And Maze, you guys all grabbed a gifted membership. Be sure to thank Dan Zatastic. It's pretty funny. Yeah. The purple platform has been trying to incentivize people to do it every hour. Now they're trying to pay people to do it every hour. And I just think these companies want ads during streams. And I think it's a terrible idea. 
What would Halo look like on a completely different engine, though? Yeah, I don't think you can get Destiny off of Tiger, and I don't think you can get Halo off of the Blam engine. I don't think you can do it. They wouldn't feel the same. Like, if you tried to make Destiny or Halo feel like Destiny and Halo, and you tried to do it in the Unreal 5, right? I don't think it would work. I don't think it would work. I think it would be too challenging. It'd be way too challenging. It'd be a super agile engine. It'd be super beautiful. And it'd look great. But... I don't know. My man Lono provides such great consistent content. I got to support him. I appreciate that. I really do. You should run these ads. It would be a shame if something happened to your beautiful ingest server. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. I'm I'm serious. I think they might start forcing us to run ads. I do. I think I think serving up live streams, I don't know. I'm 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 worried. I don't like seeing that pop up. I really really don't. You want to give me a bonus and pay me to do it? I'll consider it. I'll consider it. You know, hey guys, every hour we're going to take a quick break, you know, if it's if it's if it's good enough for me. It would have to be good enough for me and make sense, but I don't like doing that to live content. <clears throat> They could be like my company and development and product management can't decide on where to prioritize work or it constantly gets shifted around, ending with context. Uh, constant, I think you meant to say constant shifting. Now we know why he keeps getting YouTube blips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> YouTube's fallen for the corporate greed as well. I don't, I wouldn't classify it as corporate greed. There are, they, YouTube has a vested interest in ad saturation. They do. They have a vested interest in ad saturation. It's part of their co- it's part of their business structure. You know, it's part of the business structure. Sadly, we live in a time where people have short attention span. If you botch your launch, slow updates, miss deadlines and continue to not fulfill your obligations you put out, people move on. Yeah, I want YouTube I want YouTube to make tons of money off live streams. So somebody somewhere says, hey, we need to invest more R&D into live streaming. We need to put more people over there. We need to put more workers over there. Let's, let's, let's really bolster up the live streaming. I want them to make buckets of cash from live streaming. And I would rather it be for members and not advertisements. So that's why I'm trying to make my own case. Like every time that pops up, I try to get somebody to gift members to be like, listen... It makes more sense to rhythmically get members than to run ads because ads run ads run viewership down, which hurts discoverability of the of the stream in the algorithm. Because you're like, oh no, that stream suddenly had a drop in viewership. Yeah, mother, because you're making me run ads. Of course. Do <laughs> you think YouTube isn't going to make ads part of live streaming when it gets better? You're delusional. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think I think banner and inlay ads make more sense. Banners, inlay, rather than disrupting the live stream. My my uh, my anonymous source says that Slipspace is having issues. I think they should completely rewrite the entire engine. You're probably getting issues from old co- code that is irrelevant, or something else. Yeah, I think the I think the engine, man. That's my gut instinct. I think that Slipspace engine is a problem. 
I do. I think it's a problem. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about the Halo Infinite news that the Halo Infinite co-op campaign has been delayed. It was a beta that was going to release yesterday and it has not been. And we're discussing that. What's it mean for the game? What's it mean for the engine? Uh, we've also been kind of discuss- discussing how much of this is Microsoft's fault with how they have forced 343 according to internal reports and, and leakers and I guess you could call them whistleblowers. Uh, that the the staffing of 343 up to this point has been 50% contractual workers that were on 18-month attrition rates, meaning... 18 months you gotta you gotta go just insert an ad for the coffee hey we got two coffee orders today if you guys haven't gone to reforgeroast.com or the link below or use the coffee command if you're a coffee drinker check out our coffee profiles go to about us and you can learn all about our coffee how we achieve balanced acidity why it tastes so smooth and good and it is not a sponsor it's ours that's our website it's our coffee my wife and kiddos ship it to you. So check out that uh, that website. It really is great. If you're a coffee snob or you're a coffee drinker, maybe you just love coffee and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, check out the website and you can read up on how they achieve that with the coffee when they roast it for us. They're not going to rewrite the engine after they've already delayed the game for multiple years because they made the engine alongside, says Loot. Oh, I agree with you, Loot. I don't think they're going to be able to do much with it. It's crazy if you pay for the YouTube premium and they still want you to watch ads in a live stream. Well, you wouldn't see them, Anodyne. Anodyne says, I can advocate for the coffee. There you go. A coup to Papa with a $5 super chat. YouTube ads. We've been trying to reach you about your channel's extended warranty. That's right. Abe says, coffee snob here. The crap is good. Buy it. There you go. There you go. There are two really good ways to support what I do here, right? We're a small channel, but we're a scrappy channel, right? We're coming up on potentially, you know, 20,000 subscribers. We're a small channel, but we're scrappy. And paid members, gifted members, and coffee are the greatest ways to support what we do. My boards are playing through the old Halos, and it's making me miss the good old days, says Jimmy Page. I didn't get pictures of my last order. I'm going to need to double in double in my next order. I know. My wife felt really bad. We were, like, getting ready to leave and pack up and everything, and she's like, I don't have any drawings. I was like, huh? It took six years to make Halo Infinite. Elden Ring took that much time. Poof. Just make a pre-recorded coffee ad so you don't have to say it so often. I actually think the coffee ad is more, uh, it's going to be more effective if it's organic and different and I have different things I can say. You know what I mean? With room for aggressive expansion. Madam says, screw you, Zubair. Elden Ring is a passion project. Halo Infinite is Halo Infinite. I didn't realize they were, oh, you guys are talking about Blackbirds in Discord. I was like, huh? Is it possible they could scrap co-op completely at this point? No. No. If they have, if the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta is close to being ready to ship, then that means it's, it's far enough along in development they won't scrap it. You know what I mean? In truth, I appreciate you getting it out before the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did what we, we did what we could for, for you guys. At least for when you walk away for breaks. Well, yeah, I, I could see running it then, you know, Abe. But I think running an ad for YouTube when I walk away, I, I want to make... Listen, man, we we got to play nice with YouTube. This, this, is, this is how we make our living. <laughs> what are the issues with co-op? What's good, Sebastian? 
Uh, the Halo Infinite co-op campaign beta was supposed to launch yesterday, and it did not. And uh, it may or may not launch sometime this week. I don't think we can lay blame of development problems at 343 on the engine. Like, nobody expected Zubair to spam fire rockets so much that the game desyncs. <laughs> uh, I feel sorry for the better that they're making for Halo BR. The mess is going to be... Oh, Godspeed to them. I'm behind, but if YouTube adds ads for premium, I'll be done with them. No, they're not going to add ads to premium, Robert. I think they love premium. They like people being on premium. They do. That's that nice guaranteed revenue, and you still count as ad saturation. They're going to have to revamp and reboot Halo Infinite due to people having a bad taste about the product that was given. Something that will make people want to return to the game. I don't see that happening, my friend. I don't. A complete revamp and reboot? I don't don't know. I don't see that happening. 30 rockets when one will do. Such a good quote. Gotta be careful with ads. It'll scare some people away immediately. Well, I've tried to say this without saying this. Like, hey, if I'm regularly getting gifted members and membership staying at a good level, I won't run ads. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things I'm like, I'm trying to curate a spending culture to be like, listen, this isn't a normal YouTube piece of content. This is a live stream. You gotta support it, right? You, 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 you watching the video, it's not the same as when you watch some guy's 10 minute video, you get hit with a couple of ads, you're happy to watch them because you like the guy's content. This is live content. It, it's, it's supported in a very different way. We've got to foster that idea that like, look man, membership's a must. It's, it's a huge, huge need for live streams it's not this is not your usual youtube experience this is why i'm hoping all these youtubers these people that are coming from purple like lily pichu and myth and all these guys and they keep promoting youtube gaming we really need to completely revamp front face that really promotes that idea like listen you're on youtube gaming you're watching a live stream monetization is key you've got it you've got to be supporting you've got to be clicking the buttons, subscribing, gifting members, whatever. This is not a normal YouTube video, and that needs to be communicated through the UI. I I can't constantly disrupt content to, to, to do that, right? I didn't have to do that on Purple. I didn't have to constantly disrupt the content. Why? Because they fostered a monetization and a, and, a, and a spending culture with the UI and with the, with the way it was all set up. So I didn't have to sit there and talk about it. It just kind of happened. But on YouTube, it's like, I gotta tell you, press the like button, press subscribe, be a member, gift a member. It's just, we're, we're, we're having to essentially foster something that doesn't exist right now because YouTube doesn't have that culture because YouTube primarily is people watching pre-recorded content. So. Hey, if it isn't the Rocket Man himself, says Zubair. It takes so long to do anything. Like, what are they working on? Tony, that's why I've continued to say I have suspicions about the engine. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Silver Subaru. That's an 18-month milestone. That's a big one. That's as long as you can work at Microsoft. We have an 18-month attrition policy, so you can no longer be a member, Silver Subaru. (laughs) Thank you for a year and a half. That's amazing. Anodyne with a $3 tip. Joseph Staten and Paul Bertone give me hope at 343. I like Joseph Staten. I do. I think think he gives me a little bit of hope as well. But he's only as good as his team. A development team, a development company is only as strong as its weakest link. And if half of the company is walking out the door every 18 months, that's not a weak link. That's a weak chain. 
The whole dadgum chain is weak at that point. What are your thoughts on theories that 343 will monetize Forge? I don't know. Not going anywhere, thank you. Remember they said their engine doesn't allow them to have more than one ranked playlist? What? No shot they monetize Forge? Only way they would monetize it, Wheeze, is if they turned it into like a Roblox thing, but I don't see it. I don't see the, I don't think they'd have enough of a user base to, to do it. I don't think they have enough of a user base. Like, if somebody's going to build a mode and a map and want to charge people money to get in, you know, and and somebody's going to be like, well, that's up to the user. Uh, I, I don't think so. Why does Master Chief Collection get all the cool stuff and armor and Infinity gets all the bland stuff? Whoever's working on the Master Chief Collection... It's almost like they really have a ton of passion for the game still, you know? They have a ton of passion for the game. It, it, it just, I don't know. Every time I see stuff from Master Chief Collection, it's like, boy, they're pouring a lot of love into that. Reaper hitting a 16 month milestone. Welcome back. Thanks for keeping your membership going. Infinite was already determined to be DOA. Master Chief Collection saw as a decent player base. It blows my mind they didn't copy the Master Chief Battle Pass system, progression system into Infinite. Like, you guys perfected it. How could you not? 18 month attrition, that's how. How fragmented is your company? How fragmented is your processes and your your standards if you got people leaving every 18 months? That's how. That's why they didn't copy the Master Chief collection. The the dudes that were, you know, eating lunch together. Oh yeah, we should totally do that. That'd be great. A couple months later, that guy's gone. I was hanging out with some friends the other night and we were playing the Master Chief Collection and the guy kept, the guy kept asking. He's like, how do you sprint? I was like, you don't sprint. <laughs> I was like, you don't sprint, brother. <laughs> There's seriously no excuse when you already had a model that worked. Master Chief Collection was still an active project. You all you had to do was copy and paste it. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I'm telling you, more blame, more blame falls on Microsoft's shoulders than than I initially thought. I, that 18 month attrition, it makes sense of everything. It's like, man, how'd you guys fail? How'd you guys fail so miserably? You couldn't just copy the Master Chief Collection. Battle pa- Well, here's why. Half the half the staff was gone every year and a half. So, you know, 
all the people that were working on that, you know, they laid the groundwork, kind of were setting some things up. And then the next week, it's the it's the Star Wars Episode 7, 8, and 9 syndrome, you know? It's like, here comes the next guy, right? Here comes the next guy. He'll, 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 he'll fix it. No, he won't. <laughs> the next guy will certainly pick up where I left off and know exactly what to do. No, actually, no, he won't. <laughs> he, he quite literally will not. <laughs> he's not he's not doing that. Mm-mm. Fable's already dead. Look at the studio working on it and the engine they're using. The devs change, but how often was management changed? The management are the ones making those decisions. I don't think the higher-ups were getting swapped every 18 months. There's no way to know. I've had people in my chat and in my ear today saying they were a project manager, they were a project lead, and they were contractual at a company. So there's no way to know, Abe. You could have, you could have literally had, you know, pro, a, a, you know, project lead, project manager being like, yeah, I'm out. My contract's up. See, see y'all later. It was good. We had a good, we had a good run. We had a good run. <laughs> you know? And they're like, well, all right, time to start over. Got a new project lead in here. What's he going to do? If you've ever been in a corporate environment, suddenly you have a new boss. They've obviously got to start shaking things up and rattling cages, establish their authority because they're insecure, you know? Like throwing a saber over his shoulder was a great way to show that. Beautiful storytelling. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. You know, years years of build up just to see his face as an old man and then more years of build up to see how he's going to react yeah that's a perfect way to treat a character in a community look at how much work Bungie did to make development easier for uh, Destiny 2 both Destiny 2 and Halo Infinite are based on the same old base engine yeah I I referenced that a little bit ago Akuta Papa you might not have heard me I said look how long it took for, for Bungie to create an efficient pipeline for updates, development, and creating content. It took them freaking years. Years! Because that game launched in 2014. They likely started building it in, you know, 2009. 2010. It took them over a decade. A decade. Over 10 years for Bungie to wrestle that engine to the ground and say, we can now adequately do updates, fixes, patches, and content development. Our pipeline's in a good place. It took them 10 years to get there. Now, how fast would they have got there if half their staff's walking out the door every 18 months? You know, let's not even say half. Let's say a third, a third to, to 40% of the staff's walking out the door every 18 months. Let's say the estimates are, 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 are over, overstated. So Halo Infinite has all these problems. Oh, yeah, 50% of the staff was 18-month contractual attrition. Okay, let's say a third. That would still absolutely disrupt your ability to do all those things. You think that they messed up the battle pass because they were trying to show upper management... Uh, they had a viable free-to-play model with challenge skips. I honestly don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, how much of this could be malicious compliance? Right? Could, could some of this be malicious compliance? Okay, sure, yeah. You want our staff walking out the door every 18 months? Yeah, no problem, Microsoft. Yeah, no problem. I'm working really hard on this project, Microsoft. Yep, mm-hmm. And then out it rolls. And they're like, this is a freaking disaster. Like, they're not even invested in the company or the project. You think that they give a frick if the store is a disaster? You think they care if bugs went unchecked? You think they care if Big Team Battle is all messed up? No, they don't care. They're like, who cares? I'll be gone before this launches. I don't why do I, what do I care? They're not going to hire me. What, what, what does it matter to me? Turnover rate is really unhelpful to games overall development, especially if it's 50% of the staff. If it were a smaller number of staff members, maybe it'd be better. I bet it's rolling. So you're losing people and replacing them each and every month. Few here, few there. Constant churn. Right, right. I'm describing it in a way that would that would almost be more mitigate you could you could mitigate it it'd be mitigable right you'd be like okay we're good moon knight got eight nominations i haven't watched it yet and when they have an attitude like that it dooms the project right like what what zubair is saying is so key how invested are you going to be if your staff every couple of months looks completely different takes an average of six to nine months for someone brand new to get comfortable with the tools at that point they're halfway gone right every time you come into the office every couple of months your staff's different that person that you were teamed up with is gone that project leads a different person like you're just constantly dealing with well i don't know what in the heck we're doing it devs are jumping ship to other companies for 40 or 50k praise uh pay raises makes it hard to keep people well that's not what was happening in this situation wouldn't that hurt their ability to be contracted though oh that guy yeah he was on the team for infinite development no no he would just say yeah I work for Microsoft I work for one of Microsoft's developers I'm not a liberty to say who like you know you you and honestly Ashen honestly the way that it works do you think a developer is like hiring people or hiring contractual work and they're like, well, where'd you work? Oh, Halo Infinite? You're not getting a job in this town. Like, I don't think it's that. I don't know. I don't think it follows you that closely like a shadow. Structure sounds really healthy for company morale, right? Changes, chances are they would hold the whole against you. Just the parts you actually worked on. Just because the game has received poorly doesn't mean the developer didn't do their job well. I have my doubts as well, but I've only seen amazing games from Playground, so it's a day one tryout for me. What are you guys talking about, Talica? You sush, give it a chance being made on the Forza engine by the Forza team gonna flop on its head oh you guys talking about Fable true I guess contract works far different than what I'm used to you could be right you could be right that that it would follow you and maybe maybe that would motivate people to do good work I don't know 
but how how are you I, think of it like this ashen how confident are you going to be that well if i do a really good job then halo infinite's going to turn out great because you know i'll be able to impact the entire project if they're constantly rolling people in and out the door every other month every couple of months you know people's contracts are up and you know the project's in disarray how motivated are you to do a good job well frick this <laughs> I'll collect my paycheck and get the blank out of here. I'm not going to make a difference in this dadgum fire can of nothing. I remember at my old company looking around after a few and realizing I was the last one left for my team. No one was left from when I was hired, even the guy who had been my boss. Are you sure you don't just have two personalities? You just Did you just murder everybody? Like... <laughs> I'm the only one left. Quiet, you. Who said that? I did. Who are you? I'm the strong one. Let's go home. <laughs> We've got bodies to bury. <laughs> I'm somehow the only one left. What a what a world. What a world. This is wild. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no one's looking at your failure. Otherwise, there's so many producers and developers who'd be sitting in the streets of San Francisco begging for spare change. Well, yeah, everybody's worked on a bad project, I would imagine. <laughs> I'm on 7-Eleven laughing. What are you laughing at, Oscar? Are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I'm surrounded by a new team. I never did find that Dexter guy. <laughs> uh, the game industry is one giant revolving door. Experience is key. Yeah, they're like, what all have you worked on? You know? They're not like, well, how good were your games? You know? They're like, well, it says here you worked on this game. Well, let's pull up Metacritic. Ooh, not looking good. Like, I don't think they do that. (laughs) Being from San Francisco area, nobody wants to set out on the street there. You might step on a little pile. (laughs) Yeah, you might. (laughs) LA, I think LA is probably worse. Arena shooters just aren't the same level as BRs right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. Insert scoff. Yeah, I was that way at the newspaper I used to work at. We in the graphics have it 100%, but management screwed us over. Venting a little. Oh, really? The problem with outsourcing, you don't receive royalties and bonuses no matter how good the product does. Yeah, you don't. it doesn't matter. You're just a contractor. Come down to LA. We can take a trip down to Skid Row. <laughs> yeah. Just be specific about which part of the game you worked on. I think that's better than just letting the game title speak for your work. Yeah, because you could be like, well, I was in the art department at uh, at Anthem. And they'd be like, oh, that game was a garbage can. But, you know, art department, yeah, yeah that game had some amazing art. It really did. The The posters, the concepts, the designs, the javelins, like... Oh, wow, you did good work there. You know. But if you were like, I was the game's director. <laughs> I was I was the game's director. Oh. <laughs> well, what else did you work on? Well, that was it. That's my only project. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The game industry bleeds talent. You don't have to hide pretend. They just care about experience. Maybe, maybe. Sometimes they might be like, "Okay, well, what else did you work on? You got any? You got any good games in your pocket that you directed? You know, if you're a game director 
and you got three absolute stinkers in your pocket, they may, they might they might give them pause and be like, I don't know. <laughs> you seem to kill games that you touch. You have the you have the Midas touch, but not the not the good kind. You probably sign NDA. Can say what specific thing can't say what specific things you worked on. Maybe not even the game. Yeah, what we read that about um, the company that did the quality assurance for Cyberpunk. Like they're not allowed to talk about anything that they did. Like they had super super restrictive NDAs that they signed uh, upon hire and upon leaving. Yeah, you can't be like, yeah, I worked on quality assurance for Cyberpunk and I helped make the motorcycles. Uh, you know, have seizures. <laughs> they don't care if you worked on New World's audio or Outriders. You're still getting a job. If you're like a lead producer, ETC, it goes on your resume. Especially at the 15-month mark, they're probably doing less work and looking for new work. Yeah, that's what somebody said. Is you get on that final six-month stretch and you're like, well, time to pull up LinkedIn, <laughs> time, time to pull up. Mo- what was the, what were some of the, what were some of those job sites? Time to pull up Monster.com. <laughs> time to pull up. Oh, what were some of? God, I gotta start looking for another one. I remember a guy did that when he knew he knew he was getting ready to quit at AT AT&T. Every day he was at work, he wouldn't help customers. He was just on one of those job sites. I didn't even care. I was like, you do you, man. I'll take the customers. You clearly don't want them to commission or need the commission. You're getting out of here. You know? (laughs) Literally everything that match that man touches turns to crap. <laughs> if you don't believe me, look up Ben Irving. Yeah, he was the he was the guy on Anthem, was he not? How this game even drop without co op? Is it that hard to do? I don't think it's hard to do. Big blip. Really? It wasn't on my end. I worked for Sprint and every day was like that. Star Wars The Old Republic when it launched. And he just keeps getting hired. He's also a lead at CD on Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> Man. scoop him up quick scoop him up real quick audio's been in and out for me but I don't know if it's my headphones or not I've not had any complaints on audio today mission replay was a challenge for this team of astronauts (laughs) what's the What's that? Somebody did a Brit. We want something, and the Brit, the Brit said something. He said, "You, oh, he, in, he did an insult. Oh, it was an insult. We watched something recently, 
and there was some British insult it was like you I can't think of it Christian Daly was supposed to save Anthem no one gives a crap what garbage you worked on you have experience that's good enough no issues all day with the stream here thank you I worked in the retention department at Sprint how you gonna sell a customer some new tablet that has the same crappy network they're calling to cancel because it's crap oh yeah trying to sell to a a frustrated customer was always hilarious could we get 40 more likes on the stream 300 likes would be amazing we'd have we'd have as many likes as we do viewers gotcha still though it seems they've been struggling since the start I can only think it's the new engine I yeah I think it's the engine I continue to think that's what the, what's what the cause of all their woes are. Arrested Development. What was the show they have about British idioms? I, we, I swear it was us. Maybe I watched it with my brother or somebody. And there was this British insult that was just so funny. It wasn't, it wasn't normies, but it was something like that. It was like, you absolute normies or something. You absolute... I, it wasn't nonce. I can't remember what it was. Oh, you, 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 no, no, it's, it's, it's right there. You, you absolute wax. No, no, I can't. I, 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 oh, I almost had it. It was right there. You get paid awful and work ridiculous hours. No, it wasn't Muppets. I would remember Muppets. It was a new one. It was a new one. It was so, it was just like a plain word. Melts. That's what it was. Was it Hilly that said melts? You absolute melts. I think it was Hilly when he said that. Yeah, it was melts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went off on some rant about. He went off on some rant about it. Uh, about it. You absolute melts. <laughs> I loved it. You absolute melts. He went on a full-on rant, like a whole paragraph in chat about Halo. GameStop NFTs has launched for gamers, creators, collectors, and community members to buy, sell, trade, and create NFTs. GameStop NFT is here as a public beta and will be expanding functionality to include more creators, other categories like Web3 Gaming, and multiple Ethereum environments. Oh my gosh. Ten thousand NFTs have already traded on the GameStop NFT marketplace since launch. Somebody replied, "We've been holding on to this secret forever." Said somebody, "Power to the creators." Our expectations were low, but holy f! Said someone. Game community, GM community, is phenomenal. Coinbase had eighteen hundred trades in their entire beta period. Gemini Christmas, what is going on over there? I can't believe no one's hating on it. Everyone's responding and they're all like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. Congrats. What on earth? <laughs> Renewed membership? Yo, what's good, Mipsy? What's your favorite game studio? 
Um, I really, really like Insomniac. Um, I like Insomniac. I like. Mm, trying to think, who else have I really kind of fallen in love with? It's hard because some of the ones I love, they don't have a ton of games that I love. Like Ninja Theory is great, but you know that's what one game, Hellblade. Um, yeah, it's clearly Bungie. Yeah. Uh, what's good? Your hair. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I, I really like Insomniac. Two great Spider-Man games and Ratchet and Clank. Very, very good work from them. I really, really like Sucker Punch and Housemark, but, you know, I really like Gorilla. I really like uh, Santa Monica. You know, a lot of these are, uh, you know, Sony Sony Studios. See the beat between Disrespect and a, and a Forbes writer? Yeah. And somebody couldn't help but bring me up. I was like, thanks. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of any other developers... Um, that I really, really like. It's unfortunate about Vicarious Visions. I liked Vicarious Visions. They, they had some really nice staff. They had some really nice guys. Met them in real life. Like hung out with them and talked to them. They were they were dope dudes. Like if there's a developer that I would be confident to hand a project to, it would be uh, it'd be Insomniac. Yeah, I like From Software. I do. I like Elden Ring. I really like Sekiro. I liked Dark Souls Three. Not a big from guy, but I like them. Yo, it's good, John. Um, it's hard because like a lot of developers have done a good job, and then you go look at their older games, and you're kind of like, eh. Like I think Insomniac has been incredibly consistent. Um, you know, I actually think Ubisoft has a lot of great games. I know they've got a, they've got a bad track record right now, but I love Assassin's Creed Origins and. Uh, I really, really am looking forward to Assassin's Creed Infinity. I wish I could have put more time into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Personally, bum with the gaming world right now. Hard to get myself over the letdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capcom's one of your faves. Mm. I put the doors in Vicarious Visions studio in New York 10 years ago. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like I like Gearbox, but I don't like what they did after Borderlands 2, but I think Gearbox does good stuff. Like Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was really good. Um, I think Randy, I think Rand, personally, I think Randy Pitchford is part of that company's problem, but what are you going to do? They can play it with UB is normally their DRM more than the games being bad. Yeah, we talked about that in the first stream. I like Respawn. Yeah, I like Respawn. I, Respawn does good work. Uh, Respawn takes care of their, uh, their, their their people, they seem to really really interact with the community well. Um, yeah, they seem dope. They do. They have a really good grasp on. You talk about a company that has a good grasp on things. I I would say Respawn's got it. 
Respawn has got it. I like Borderlands, but I don't like Gearbox. Yeah, it's hard with Gearbox because Gearbox is, you know, kind of mired in in different, you know, controversies with game launches. They were cleared in the in the class action against the uh, the Aliens uh, Colonial Marines game, but that still doesn't make people look at them with a raised eyebrow. They did. They've done some dumb stuff. Yo, it's good, Ginger. Um. Yeah. Can't stand Randy. He's the main. I think he's the main culprit and the main problem at Gearbox. I think he let his ego and his pride get in the way, and instead of making Borderlands three when they should have made Borderlands three, he he didn't want to be known as the Borderlands developer, so they made Battleborn, and Battleborn is just such an immense waste of that studio's talent. You can see the talent in Battleborn, and you can see how much it was just insanely wasted. Just such a waste. Very, very disappointed. That was all pride and ego. That decision was all pride and ego. That 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 game should have never been created. Never should have been made. You can't blame Overwatch. It was ba- it was a bad game from the bottom to the top. The PVE was bad. The PVP was ma- massively lopsided. It it was yeah. He's not as loud as he used to be anymore on Twitter since they got acquired by Embracer. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a lot quieter. Their marketing material made it seem like they were big fans of Aliens and they were happy to work on it. Well, I mean, I don't know how much they knew was going on because the the class action lawsuit actually made me respect Randy a little bit more. He spent some of his own money to try to fix that game. Um, The class action lawsuit actually made it look like, okay, this, this situation sucked real bad, but these guys tried to make it right. I mean, they, they freaking tried to. It was a disaster. And that company completely screwed them. So can get into Rainbow Six Siege. Hmm. Yeah, the, 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 those would be the developers I would pick. Like, I honestly don't know what I would say about... I don't know what I would say about Bungie if I was still covering their games. Um, and still playing their games. I think I would be... I think I'd be highly annoyed with their... With their public behavior. I'd be highly annoyed with them. Um, especially as a content creator and the pressure that would have been put on me to say something. I would not have appreciated that at all. I would have been annoyed. I would have been super annoyed. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say what I would have thought and how to reacted because, you know, when that's your bread and butter and you're making that kind of money and so much of it's dependent upon playing nice, you know. I mean, you saw how the press handled it. So... I was always really impressed by what they did with that game and their commitment to that game. I was. I always thought, oh man, they they really do care about this game. But as time's gone on, I, I don't think I've ever been happier to not be tied to that game. It's never been happier. Because it was like, I would not have wanted to put up with that. My, you know, my stream being a revolving door of people being like, what do you think about this crazy, super serious, controversial issue? Uh, <laughs> pass. <laughs> can I pass? Can I pass? 
You know, I'll take, I don't want to talk about it for a thousand dollars. Capcom's probably my favorite developer or tied with Bungie. I went to school with a guy who went to Japan, learned Japanese, and works at Capcom. Yeah, according to Twitter. <laughs> everything's bad according to Twitter. <laughs> a pizza place you've never been to is trash according to Twitter. Uh. Alienate half your community. And now. You're right. Yeah, exactly. I need more Infamous 1 and 2 in my life. Yeah, I never played those. I've had people tell me that they really enjoyed the Infamous games big time. Yeah, Halo needs to bring back the number rank system uh, to the next games in lobby, says Die Hard. Yeah. I, ranking systems are funny. We've had this debate recently about, uh, about Fall Guys. You know? It's just like... N- it's like nobody wants to take the time to build ranked and unranked right and they just kick out skill based matchmaking I don't know I just (laughs) did subs drop due to your vacation oh no members dropped because they were gifted we've lost over 800 gifted members or some kind of a crazy number because everybody went so nuts so we've we're still a little we're barely over a thousand members right now so yeah We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We're about halfway through the month. I'd like to end every month around 1,500. And then the hope would be that a lot of those gifteds would convert on their own so that we don't have to rely so heavily on people gifting. I just I don't think it's reasonable to expect people to gift like that every month. I think it's more reasonable for people to step up, spend the five, and join. Get involved. Get committed. Enjoy all the content. You know. I know I know some people are in, are in hard spots. But that doesn't mean we we need to rely on people to be gifting thousands of members every month I don't think that's a reasonable expectation so that's not a good business model (laughs) like you want people to see the value and convert and enjoy the content that's why we're doing a members only stream basically every day because we want people to feel like oh I'm getting something I'm at least getting a minimum of like 30 to 45 minutes a day sometimes longer like yesterday's uh, member stream was over 2 hours long so Hope it's been good. Been super busy at work. No worries, Brandon. Good to have you. It's sweat lobbies all day in Fall Guys after being in the top one game. Yeah, I've talked about that. Like, I can't play with my kids. I can't play with them. They, my daughter will sit and play by herself on the Switch, and she'll qualify. She'll get to the final round almost every dadgum game. My son will play. He'll get close to, if not into the final round, every game. They team up with me, and we can't even freaking qualify. We just get absolutely crushed. Just absolutely crushed. You know what's wild is how many people got gifted members that had no idea who we were. (laughs) I'm at least getting the luscious Lono hair. Thank you. They need to address how gifted uh, subs are distributed. Yeah. We only had one person say that, though, creature. I don't know. We we don't want to jump to that conclusion. Because that guy said he thought he started watching during Xbox Bethesda. So that, he might have been anomalous. We can't act like that's been normative. We haven't had people come in and be like, I don't even know who you are and I have a membership. Yo, Sven, Gifting 5. There we go. Three? I've not seen three people say that. Brandon, 
Bill Poggy, Homie Juan Kenobi, love it. DMAX Speeds and Hemi G. Guys, make sure and say thank you to Sven. Thank you, Sven. That's very generous. Gifting those five memberships. We do have incentives all throughout the month. As long as we stay above a thousand members, Madam's on cam on Friday nights for the Friday night streams with Madam. Uh, fifteen hundred. 1500 and she has to go back and play Elden Ring if we hit 1500 at any point during the month and then 2000 is the Star Wars watch party three people so far I don't believe it I've not seen three people say that I feel like that would have stood out like a sore thumb I saw one guy say it one and then he realized what had happened I don't want to act like that's normative like most of the time I sat here Mipsy just did it thank you Mipsy most of the time I sat here and did it, I read names that I recognized. I would say 75% of the time I was like, I know who all these people are. They're here all the time. Chris Wickert, Ross Lavender, Spike Deagle, MK Ultimo and uh, Ultima, and Brian Retro. Thank you guys so much for accepting those memberships. Be sure to thank Mipsy. Thank you, Mipsy, for doing that. An eight-month milestone for Fuzzy. Wait, who are you again? Somehow I've just been subbing for seven months. We buy into what happened was stories now. I, we talked to the guy. I said, I was like, you, did you watch during one of the big pressers? We covered a bunch of big pressers, and who knows? He might have subbed and was just here for that week because I kept showing up in his feed covering the conferences, and he didn't he didn't know who I was. He was tuning into the conferences, and he got gifted a membership because he was faithful for a week or something. Like, I don't know. That one guy, I did not see... I did not see three people say it. I don't even know who you are, and I have a gifted membership. I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. There, we 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 tripled our membership. I don't buy that. That many of them were random, we, like people who didn't know who I was. I, I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't. I think. I think almost virtually every person that got a membership was somebody that was in chat, and a lot of them were names I recognized. There were two others that said they watched occasionally but were not regulars and did not know that they had a membership. Oh, you you made it sound like there were three people that said they didn't know who I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know they had a membership. Sure, 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 sure. Yes, because it's based off of uh, loyalty and we had a couple of days where we ended and there were ones left over and they said that those would get automatically distributed. It probably just went to next in line for total viewership in the last 28 days is probably what it did. You, you, you've never recognized me, Lono? What are we, uh, what are we talking about? I'll oh, be quiet, Colin. I haven't been able to renew my membership because the credit card used for the family plan, uh, we was trying to be used in a China and, oh, and the bank blocked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited for Infinite News. I played the event. It was pretty fun, though. What's good, Tim? Yeah, the news is not very good. The Halo Infinite campaign co-op uh, beta got delayed. They should add a member tab here on the side. Oh, we've been... Yeah, Paul. You, I think Creature said that yesterday. Yes. A tab so that when I rank members' content, it puts it somewhere and gives you a little red dot. You know? You know I'm here for the uh, Halo talk. What's good, Grim Brother? Uh, you were the first person to actually pronounce my last name correctly. Oh, Wickert? What do they call you? Weikert? I'm excited for the infinite news. The infinite news isn't very good. <laughs> I, I'm just being I'm just being fl- <laughs> just being flat out honest with you, man. Final Manhunt started today in Division 2. Spoiler alert, it's dope. Final Manhunt. Guys, Creature wants me so badly to get caught up and cover Div on a regular basis. 
I just keep stiff arming it. I think it's a bad idea. I don't know. He sees a world where like I'm plugged into that game and playing it and commentating on it and I could I could give that community somebody somebody that doesn't exist, like what I did in in Destiny. And I'm just like, I don't I don't know. I think there's too many div channels. I I think I'm trying to break into ESO. That's what it feels like to me. I feel like I'm trying to break in. He's like, no man. They almost always say Weikert. Or they leave off the T. Oh. Eugene must be so distracted. He should be crapping over 343 and Xbox right now. Oh, he was here for the first hour. He was here, Zubair. He was doing it. Let's run my good ideas versus your good ideas. It's about a tie. It's about a tie. Because you have ideas that I fight because I don't like them on principle, like shorts, right? And then they work because you understand YouTube. But I understand live streaming in communities. And... There were a handful of gut instincts that I should have followed that we were wrong on, and there were a handful of things that you were right on and I was wrong on. It'd be about a tie. It'd be about a tie. The live environment is my... That's that's my world. And I'm here to tell you that there is no way you're winning that battle about 70-30. You you always tend to rewrite Gizdo. I said this eight months ago on the phone and you just didn't remember. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to start recording our phone calls. Do it. I'd love to hear the playback. It's like, ask me to do reaction content when we're covering Pokemon. He's like, I've been trying to get you to do reaction content for years. It's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> you wanted me to do reaction content when we were covering Pokemon. And I said no to that. I didn't want to be a drama channel. I get why you don't want to plant a flag anywhere. I'm, 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 I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you that I do not think regular division coverage would be received well. I don't think it would. If there's one thing I know about our base and that community, it wouldn't work. That's my gut. That's my gut instinct on it, is it wouldn't work. Number one, I don't think it would work because of how established all those channels are. And number two, I don't like the game that much. So there's multiple reasons why it wouldn't work. Yo, my gosh, Oscar just gifted 20! King Arthur, Tim Preston, Luke Bradley, Soul Man Grimm, Gamer Chef, Gimpinator, Human Type Person Kyle, Alberto Reyes, Lawrence Wolf, Philip Ido, Eric Hayes, Recon, TSMI, King K, Squirrel Squad, Yosh, Yosh, JD, Tyler Short, BMAC, and Ryan. All 20. Gone. Gone, gone, gone. It wouldn't work. Not what I'm wanting. No, 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 no. Let's be honest. You wanted me to get all caught up. You want me to be in that game so when they have their big moment, I'm primed and ready to go to talk about it and to critique it and do what I did with Destiny. And I'm I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. I don't think that community would be receptive to it. I just don't. I think they already have the people that they go to. And the hardcore guys would be like, this guy doesn't know what the frick he's talking about. I want your foot in the door to show that community the hole that you could fill with the new, when the new title comes, we could dominate it. You act like I'm trying to get you to cover vendor resets. No, 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 no. I didn't say that you wanted me to cover vendor resets. You wanted me to have a foot in the door so when they, when they have their big moments, I can do my breakdowns and my looter shooter uh, critique, criticism, and input. And I just, I don't think that community, or and I don't think this community would be receptive to it. I just don't think so. 
that's my that's my gut instinct. And I don't like the game that much, so I think that's part of the problem too. I I just I like the game, but I don't like it that much. As soon as we get into the min maxing, as soon as we get into the stats and the numbers, I'm like, oh, I, uh, no thanks, no thank you. It takes too much of my attention. I can't talk. I, I just I don't know. I, I it's just it it's it's always been one of those ones where the minute I get into it, I'm like, uh this takes too much thought. What should I do? Like, what should I build? Like, I don't know. I like the core gameplay loop. I like the way the loot drops on the ground. I like the sounds. I like all those things. The minute I have to start like tweaking my character and moving stuff around and looking at numbers, I'm like, no thanks. That's why I always love the early game in Division. I absolutely loved clearing the map in Division 2. I loved it. I was like, this is dope. And I thought they were going to reset the map and I was going to get to clear the map like multiple times and then they didn't do, you know what I mean? Then they didn't do it. How many of those creators can do breakdowns and Q and A's like you can? I well, I know that that's that's creatures big big thing. He's like nobody does what you do in MMOs. Nobody does what you do in the division. People would love it, and I'm like, but I I have to love the game to do that, and I don't think I'll ever love the division. When you don't like something that much, it makes it very obvious to onlookers you aren't interested. Yeah, you either need to be very good at build crafting, which. I know you are, but that means you need to put too much time into it. Plus, I know you don't like Div 2 that much. Yeah, I'm too I'm too shrug-shouldered about it. I'm like, yeah, take it or leave it. Division's fun, but you know what I mean? Re- you can reset the map anytime you want with the press of a button. No, what I thought they were going to do is I thought that new faction was going to come in and like and like go nuts. They're telling me to run ads. I'm not running ads. Thank you again, Oscar, for the massive gifted members. That was so nice of you. Um... I thought they were going to make you do that for the world tiers. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, like, at the time, I was loving that aspect of it. Like, map clearing is my jam. I did it in Spider-Man and everything else. They did? No, no, you didn't have to do that for the world tiers. Uh Uh-uh. You, you, when the game first came out, no, world tiers could, you could, you could skip world tiers by just having somebody drop loot on the ground for you. There was no clear the map again boom clear the map again boom that wasn't um that wasn't a thing when the game when division 2 first launched i don't know what they're doing now but i just i don't know there there has to be and just an undeniable hook for me to do what i did with destiny like when i was in when i was in ohio my one of my nephews was playing and he was just running an activity and i was like Oh man, like I immediately was back. I was like, I remember why I loved this game so much. There is a secret sauce in that game. There just is. There's just a secret sauce. There's a secret sauce in the way that it feels, the way that the gun shoots, the way that the enemies die, the way that it all <laughs> happens. And I was like, I remember that. I remember what that felt like. There's a void in that community. Oh no, I know. I There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind that there will come a time where we're doing a weekly breakdown and Q&A about a game that I've just kind of fallen in love with and people will be like, this is dope, right? We have a curated curated product that we just can't do anything with right now. 
because we need a game where I just I flip over head over heels for it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a dadgum blast. You know what I mean? You're hardcore casual when you got to get into min max and turn your brain uh, and shut off. Daily would never work. No, I know you weren't asking for daily. You were thinking like maybe weekly or just regular engagement. You know, I just think again the biggest problem. I think the biggest problem with a lot of these games is I have to put in so much time to get to that point. And that was the beauty of Destiny. I would grind for a week to a week and a half and I didn't have to I, I didn't have to do anything. Like, that organic trust where people didn't care that two weeks into the season I wasn't doing anything serious. That that trust was built over years. So like getting there with another game where they're like, well, this guy grinds kind of like crazy in the first week, and then after that he just kind of cruises, touches different aspects of the game, gets a few things here and there, and just largely does commentary videos and discussions. Like, I, where's that? I just don't know where that trust is going to come from. I'm not saying we can't find a Goldilocks game. I'm just saying I'm not holding. I'm not holding my breath for it. I really am not. I'm really not because I just what you can't organically create four years of content creation trust you can't you can't now with a brand new game I feel like we could have done it with new world maybe maybe we could have done it with new world because it was a brand new game but the problem there was new world shoveled all their viewership to purple it, they shoveled all their viewership to purples. What the frick am I supposed to do? They're shoving everybody over there. Same thing with uh, with Lost Ark. How are you going to get there if you refuse to touch games? I never said I wanted to get there. We we run we run a talk show, man. We this gameplay is quickly showing itself to just be such a dadgum backseat. You know, it's hot. It's hot. Everybody wants to see it, and then no one cares. Like we just, I just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever find... I'm open to it because I think Sony could do it. I think Sony could crank out a bunch of live service games and since they're new and there's no established creators, we could find a couple Goldilocks games that we regularly touch and cover. You know, maybe Diablo 4. Problem with Diablo 4 is, oh boy, there's some big Diablo channels out there. You know? Oh boy, there's some big ones. (laughs) It's like, so even Diablo's gonna be tough. Even Diablo's gonna be tough. You know? Because look what happened to Diablo Immortal the minute it all fizzled out. You know, I couldn't talk about that game and get a single ounce of movement. Because the hype was over, the jig was up, everybody hated it. So they, the, the big, the Diablo guys, the Diablo guys, they get a ton of viewership on their, on their videos on Diablo uh, Immortal. They do. So we need a Goldilocks game. Because if game plays the side dish, we need a Goldilocks game where I can play it like that, like a side dish, and create great content about it. So it needs to be that, like, it needs to be at the Destiny level of commitment. Where week one of a new season or something, I kind of have to be like, alright, we gotta kind of grind, we gotta get get the work done, maybe I'm playing off stream on my couch or something, and and, and then we're kind of in rhythm and we're in sync with the game. So it's gonna be, it's gonna need to be a Goldilocks game. Diablo 4 will have a good 10 million players in the first few weeks. I'd go knee deep. Problem is, almost all those are live service games. They're trying to have a committed hardcore. I don't know about that, Wheeze. I think more and more games are going to try to be more accessible to non-hardcore players. I feel like that's what New World tried to do. 
I feel like there's a lot of people that want to play a game regularly as a hobby and they don't I don't know like I didn't need to boot up Destiny every day half time we booted the game up we didn't even play we, it took us a day to it took us a day to realize we were banned because the, the, the Monday I didn't even open the game we just sat and talked the whole day we didn't even realize it in my opinion it's hard to cover live service games coming out for the future because if you can't keep up you're just no longer important to watch right no no because what's going to happen is we're going to treat it infrequent so the content's going to have to be bonkers good because you're going to have to convince people that this guy's worth listening to because what's going to happen is all these really big live service games we'll touch it touch it talk about it and then we'll start to drift and we'll touch it infrequently and while we're doing that there's going to be all these people that go all the way head first in and make a channel all about the game and that'll be the real dilemma is well aren't they going to make it really hard for us season two or whatever they're gonna make it hard for us aren't they because people are gonna be like these guys break every section of the game down and you don't you touch it every every week, once, maybe every other week. They're going to come in and swoop everybody up. Did you see Elden Ring growing and maturing into live service? I had predictions that they might be considering it, but it, it, once I saw the size of the map, I, I said no. Here you go, Lono, your new Orbit streams. Division 2 base of operations streams coming soon. <laughs> Why am I going to watch this guy that basically is just lollygagging, if you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you're talking about, Weez. I felt this in Lost Ark almost immediately. I'm like, I f- uh, I'm not going to be an authority on anything. I don't have time. I don't have time. And so it's going to have to be a game that's <coughs> that's consistent enough that we can cover it regularly, but casual enough that no one's going to make a channel all about it. Or if somebody does make a channel all about it, they're going to run out of stuff to say really dadgum fast because it's just too casual. So it's got to be like this casual, ongoing game that won't really sustain a channel that that tries to be all about it. But it's good enough that people want to be like, oh, what's Lono think about that? Like, I I mean, I think Outriders is a good example of what we could do. Because if you think about it, every time we've touched Outriders, we've gotten good results. Why? Because people are like, I want to hear what Lono has to say about looter shooters. And then guess what? YouTube sees the response from you guys spins up the video and we get great results and there are tons of channels that cover Outriders to heck and back and it's not a live service game so it's not the greatest example but I do think it's an example of like if you're known for something people will tune in to be like well this guy I want to know what Lono says about looter shooters and then the sub base tunes in and then YouTube sees those results spins up the video spits it out good suggest good search and we have a good day it's going to be a game that you're willing to grind and sacrifice and know the ins and outs of. Right. It's going to have to be that Goldilocks game where, like, I'm playing off stream. I'm like, this game is so freaking good, you know? Because I'll be honest, I really liked New World so much in the beginning and we were kind of committed. I was grinding New World off stream. I was grinding New World off stream to the point that I made a guide video. I don't make guide video. You know what I mean? So. I'm open to it. I'm open to it, but it wouldn't surprise me if we spend the next one to two years never finding that game and just continuing to build an awesome, you know, gaming news show where 
you know, people are here once or twice a week because they like the topic. There's a great core audience that's here basically every day, and then everybody else in between. You know, a, a, a dedicated game, you know, once a week where we know we can go through like the update, the patch notes, the you know, whatever, a little bit of gameplay. I would freaking love that, especially if we could get two or three games like that. All oh, that'd be awesome. But again, it's just like it's good. They're going to have to be Goldilocks games. I think Sony has the potential to deliver that. It's just we're going to have to wait and see. Let's not forget. Oh, he meant to say I'm not. Let's not forget. I'm not suggesting we replace the talk show. I'm saying we replace the second show with it. Right. So this is Creature's mindset. Let me just explain this to you guys a little bit before we, before we, you know, you know, um, completely go into just total uh, housekeeping discussion. Creature's idea is that Monday through Friday, you'd have the talk show every morning. You'd have the talk show every single morning. And let's say on Tuesday, every Tuesday, the second show, let's say Halo Infinite was absolutely just banging right now. It was just absolutely banging. Okay. Every Tuesday, we'd be in Halo. Every Tuesday, we'd be in Halo. We'd be covering whatever they're doing, their latest blog, update, patch, whatever, whatever event started. We'd be checking out the stuff, right? Like, every Tuesday, that's what we'd be doing for the second show. So you'd get your talk show, and then you'd get your weekly touch in that game. And then let's say Thursday. Let's say that New World was just cooking so perfect. It was right there simmering how we wanted it. We're doing, like couple of dungeons or something working on something commentating on an update that they did maybe they buffed something maybe they nerfed something so the second show is like it's it's some opinion it's some discussion and then it's some gameplay in in creature's mind that's beautiful because you're constantly feeding a community of people you know and they're like hey it's a great this is a great place to come for good content they got a, they got a clan they got a this they got a that they got a whatever so in his mind, the talk show would be rock solid every morning. And then that second show is, it's either reaction, it's gameplay and an update and, and a response. It's some kind of an opinion piece. In his mind, that second show is super flexible. The way that I look at it right now, I see opening day talk show, second show reaction. That's kind of the rhythm right now. Because people like reaction content. Today we went double talk show and it went totally fine. And then we end every day and we touch the members. Giggity. Every day we get a little touch with the members. Could be 30 or 45 minutes. Could be an hour or two. We don't know. But you're going to get something every day as a member as well. That's kind of that's kind of my and his sort of idea about like what's the what's the channel going to look like going forward. So all you know is is like Monday through Friday you start your day with me talk show rest of the day might be slightly different but we're live and we're hanging out if you're a member you're getting content until until basically four o'clock every day no matter what no matter what if you're a member you're getting content until four o'clock every day you can spend your day with me and get six to seven hours of streams just like you used to for five bucks a month you have a constant flow of content monday through friday that's the goal those pieces are interchangeable and sometimes shuffle around but 
that's kind of that that's kind of our vision and we feel like we've done a re- very very good job doing that and staying consistent you know every day roughly what to expect a couple of talk shows maybe some gameplay talk show and some reaction generally you're getting the, the the same type of content you know every day since probably since december of last year you know you've gotten about eight months of a very steady like you know what to expect every day from this channel now we tried some other things with our other channels that's not really important right now we're digging down on this channel we're investing here So, that's that, and and so he's creatures always thinking two hundred yards down the, he's always thinking two hundred yards down the road, and he's thinking, you know, we need you in a game like that. You got to be in a game like that. You got to be creating that kind of content. Nobody's doing that in these games. <laughs> I think Diablo Four will be like that. Yeah. The big danger with Diablo, Paul, is I could envision us trying to touch Diablo five weeks after it comes out and no one gives a crap what I say because I'm not a Diablo guy. So they'll watch me day one because we'll be one of the few live streamers playing it and covering it. But five weeks later, they're going to be like, this isn't a Diablo guy. Who cares what this guy says? That's always going to be the dilemma with established franchises is there are just monstrous channels that, that soak up the lion's share of the interest a couple weeks out. You're close, but my my ideal is Monday through Friday we open with a talk show, and then the second segment is show, react, gameplay, or insert title, and then we end with members. Show, react, gameplay, insert title, show, react, and then roundtable members. Yeah. No, that's what I was saying. Is the second show is interchangeable? It could either be reaction, it could be gameplay, it could be another talk show. It could be, who who knows? Doesn't Diablo do drops on purple too? Yeah, that'll hurt us if they do that. Yep, yep. I never really asked Lona, what's your game niche that brings in crowds to talk about? Anything that's loot based. If it's a looter, people want to know what I think generally. My my core audience. If it's a looter, they're gonna want to know what I think. You gotta pre-game so many videos and build that hype community. I'd recommend a focused channel just to deep dive into the info so YouTube builds them and then they push here. But it's a single game focus. There is a part of me that wonders if our other our other monetized channel that we're not doing anything with, if that's what we would do. If if we really fell in love with a channel, we'd probably be throwing content on that channel about that game and just turn that channel into that game. That's all it is. It's guides, reaction, dailies, whatever the frick. Right? I wish they'd bring back Anthem. <laughs> Lono, just play Subnautica for 18 hours straight. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I've been doing with great success. Yeah. I could see us doing that. I could. I could see us doing that. That's not something that I've considered that like, hey, this game's really hooked me. I'm grinding it off stream. I would start recording content for that game and have an outlet for that. And once a week, it would make a presence here. You know, it'd make a presence here. And we would say to those people, hey, you want to you wanna see all my content on this game? It's over. It's over here. You know, and then that channel saying, hey, if you like my content over here, 
Reforge Gaming is the central hub. It's where we are every day, you know. Yeah, I could totally see us doing that. I could totally see us doing that. But again, it ha- it one hundred. It's always it's always contingent upon the Goldilocks effect. If it doesn't hook me, it'll never work. Right? If it doesn't hook me, it'll never work. But if it hooks me, well, then let's go. I, Creature will finally get me to make guide videos because if I'm not putting them here, <laughs> he wants me to put them here, and I'm like, no. If we're not putting them here, if we're putting them on some channel dedicated to that game, yeah, sure, why not? Here's here's your guide video, you know. Here's your how to pick up eighteen lollipops in an hour like video. Like here you go, you know. Check out Ginger World Gaming. It's my new world hundred percent channel. It's been going so good. What's the last game that had its hooks in you? New World had its hooks in me for the first for the first couple of weeks. Uh, give me one second. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Finding game Lona loves, then you have the channel focus all over there, and you always point to the live show. CTR is over 22%. Saturday, eating ketchup flavored ice cream, 2,000 member goal. It's going to be, I, I'm not really sure how to handle it. Um, I'm not sure how to handle it. But, the the members thing is just going to be super tough. It's going to be super tough because we're we we had such a huge month in June. We're going to be losing every day. So gaining, <laughs> you're almost going to have to. Th- this is the this is the facts. We tripled we tripled our membership last month. Okay, it was well over a thousand gifted members easily. That means we need to match that almost every month if we're going to maintain any of the milestones we hit last month. And I just I don't know if that's possible. We need, we need a lot of those people that got gifted last month to convert on their own so that the gifteds do not have to pick up so much weight or we're just not going to be able to maintain any of those milestones. It simply will be mathematically impossible. Like, that's not me being, like, discouraged or sad or angry. That's just a fact. That's a mathematical fact. It's like, unless the gifteds, unless the people that gifted last month do exactly the same thing or somebody else does exactly the same thing this month we're just always going to be in a net loss always it's impo- it'll be impossible to get in front of because you guys everybody went so crazy last month so it's just a reality we're going to have to face it's just going to take it's probably going to be like months of a slow trajectory gain you know hoping that that member floor continues to rise we just need to retain around 20% of the gifted members and we'll be fine yeah 
we'll see we'll see what they do that's why we're consistently trying to do uh the members only content because we feel that that constant prod of like hey we're going to members only we're going to members only you know you're missing out you know the hope would be that that's like this continued presence of like oh man I need to get my membership back up and running you know Yeah, Fonzo, a YouTube premium thing would be great. It really, really would. I told them when I was on a call with them, I was like, if you guys gave people a free $5 (laughs) membership to my channel and all they needed was YouTube premium, I would sell the snot out of YouTube premium. I would, I would, I would sell it all day long. Your, your attach rate to premium in my channel would be incredible. It would. (laughs) It would. Mm -mm. if you guys are tuning in for the halo infinite news we cover the fact that the halo infinite co-op campaign has been delayed it was supposed to launch yesterday and it did not and we talked about why that's concerning um so Delayed again and again and again and again. That's right. Okay. Did they announce a release date? They said it's still they're still aiming sometime this week. YouTube Premium is still one of the top ten buys on the net right now, though. I wouldn't mind if YouTube Premium was a free five dollar sub. Uh, we'll say 750 still giving a saving to the users and it's YouTube losing the sub revenue they give you I don't think YouTube would have any problem handing me what three and a half dollars they wouldn't mind doing that like what five times point seven it's 350 isn't it yeah they wouldn't mind handing me three and a half dollars once a month if if that's if if I converted a premium user, like they don't care, they're like, well, that's great. We have somebody on premium. They're way more likely to come to the platform and watch and consume and do whatever. They didn't launch that YouTube premium haphazardly. It's it's good for them to have people on it. It really really is. Give me give me one second.
dude <laughs> my kids are so excited they're watching sonic 2 and they're like so excited like oh so and so's in it tails is in it knuckles is in it I got slightly offended if someone shows me a YouTube video on their phone and ads pop up, <laughs> but also background play, downloads, and YouTube music. Yeah. Haven't played the game in a month. Still doesn't have co-op. Yeah, still doesn't have co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic 2 is actually pretty dope. They're really excited because they've been getting, uh, they, they got a couple Happy Meal toys that had some Sonic stuff in it, and they thought it was pretty dope. They like Sonic from Mario and Sonic, uh... Olympics. They really, really like that. Um, so they started liking him around that time. So they are—they're uh, very excited to be watching the video. I download a lot of videos and listen to them while I work outside. Yeah. <clears throat> I've thought about that because like people really like listening to my voice and I've thought about like is there is there is there evergreen content that I could create that would be like that like my kids really like the voices that I do when I read books to them and stuff and I'm like man there's something I don't know there's something there and I just I I can't think about it I I can't think of it I mean I've been telling my wife I feel like I'm kind of like groping in the dark like there's an I can sense there's an idea in the room and I just haven't put my hands on it yet you know <laughs> it appears NASA finally located Jorge Soler's home run ball from game six. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a pretty good tweet. Outright is World Slayer updated and patch notes released. I sadly I'm telling you, if they've not done anything to audio, I don't care. Could you do audiobooks for Audible? Yeah, but you need like an agent and you need to like, you need to get, you need to have like a rate. I I would have no idea how to break into that market. Like, I think I could do audiobooks, but you literally need to have an agent who knows how to price you out for that work. And I don't have one. You know, if I still had my agent from way back when I could ask like, hey, could you get me, see if we can get into that, get some of that project work. Because I don't know what kind of royalty you know, that ongoing royalty would be nice if it was like a really good book, but I don't know. I used to manually download videos from YouTube users of various websites for offline listening. It was so much work. Premium was a lifesaver. Get an agent forehead, right? Prior to you coming to YouTube, I always listened on podcasts because I wouldn't conform to Purple TOS. I'm just, I was thinking of stuff that we could put on YouTube. It would be original. It would be ours. Like, what could we do? Um, you know, what could we do that could this just always be on YouTube and always, you know, slightly relevant? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Video game movie? Uh, The Sonic movies have gotten really good praise. How do I create kids? I want some with my girl. I I, I can't, I don't run that kind of stream. I can't teach you how to do, I can't teach you how to do that. Sorry. (laughs) I can't teach you how to do that. (laughs) 
It's not that, it's not that kind of stream, brother. <laughs> uh, evergreen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I was talking about this with my wife last night. I was like, the, the thing is, is I was like, we're, we're doing what I'm really good at, but unfortunately what I'm really good at, man, it's like, you know, that's, uh, that's, it's just, it's, there's, it's, it's intrinsically not evergreen, right? No, I know creature. I was waiting for a certain number before we were going to do it. I wanted to see a, I wanted to see 3.1 before we did it. There it is. We just hit 3.1. HBJ may want his own channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, uh, I'm going to post members only. And then I'm going to give you guys links. We're going to roll over to members only. We might play some Returnal if there's anybody that wants to co-op it up. I was thinking Tuesdays might be fun to just periodically dip into Returnal and see if we can't get a successful run. Um, and just see how people respond. Do, 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 do. Where's that? Some nail. Tweet. Okay, send now. It should redirect. Give me a second because I want to make sure it's on the forefront of the page too. So if anybody comes to the channel, it's the first video they see. Solid day talking Ubisoft and Halo. If you're not a member, consider becoming a member so you don't miss out on all the great members-only content. It's five bucks a month. Hey, if you clicked on this and you weren't here live, we're doing more members content basically every day, ending with the members, talking shop, planning, thinking through different things we could do with the channel. Today we might get into some gameplay. I was thinking maybe like Returnal Tuesdays. You know, every Tuesday might play a little Returnal, uh, especially if anybody wants to play with me. It might be fun every week to just grab a member who owns the game, owns PlayStation 5, and wants to play some co-op and maybe uh, actually finish the game and get uh, and, and get a good run in and, and get some more of that story. Uh, I am going to end the previous stream uh, and we'll bring people over from there. Thank you to everybody who was watching. And we covered Halo, 